With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com is the way the tire buying should be. Buyers here. Stan Buyer. Stewart's here. Jason Stewart. Ramos is here. It's John Ramos. Welcome in. Got a heck of a show. Plus, day baseball. Day baseball, reaction to the NBA playoffs last night with the Celtics beating the Heat, 116-99. Jason Tatum with a Larry Bird, 33 points last night for the Seas. And it does feel like we have a series, and you're like, eh, it's still three games to one. Um, But can we all come to some form of agreement? Right In a divided country, we can come to some this form of agreement, I think. That coming into the series, and even now, if you just put the rosters on paper, you would say, well, the Celtics should win that series. Is that a fair and valid statement? I think the answer would be most people like, yeah. Now, part of it is we saw the Celtics get to the finals with this roster last year, add in a Brogdon, and now all of a sudden it feels even better. Um, and it does dismiss the fact that you go back to the COVID and last year, the heat were the one seed, were they not? Um, and the heat have obviously been in NBA finals. You go to the, the COVID year. So it's not like they're a Johnny come lately, but this heat roster 
Maybe they're better without Tyler Hero, but it does not have the cachet without Hero. This Heat roster versus this Celtics roster, it feels like the Celtics should be the ones leading three games to one. But they haven't played that well. Until last night in the second half. Here's Jason Tatum on playing with pace. All right, we'll get to Jason Tatum in one second. They play with better pace. They play with better focus. Uh, Jalen Brown still wasn't great. Tatum was. And the fourth quarter was kind of a moot point. I had the game on, but I can't say that I had to study it late because it was never in single digits at any point in time when it became interesting. So I I feel like I'm Team Charles Barkley. Did you guys hear what Barkley said after the game where he's like, the game of the series is going to be game six. Oh, wait, there's still a game five to play. And I will grant you that based upon how the Celtics played in games one and games two, there's no reason to believe it'll come back for six. But when they play with the pace they played with last night, here's uh, here's Jason Tatum. Tonight, you know, we play with pace, purpose. We're getting stops and we're getting out in transition. You know, you see layups and free throws go in. The jump shots start to feel a lot easier. Um. This is Jalen Brown and what the difference was in game four from his opinion. Just coming together, talking it, talking it out. And like a lot of times when you get to this point, you know, down 3-0, you see, you know, locker rooms and teams start to go in the other direction. We wanted to make sure that we stayed together. We wanted to make sure that we, you know, um, look each other in the eye and came out today and, and put our best foot forward. And uh, I'm proud of our group for doing that because, you know, you see teams with their back against the wall and you see they just collapse. Um, you didn't see that tonight. You've seen us come together. You've seen us play defense. You've seen us make the right plays. And I think like that shows a lot about our character, especially in a game where everything has, you know, is on the line and everything has went wrong in the last couple of games. Here's Jimmy Butler talking about the momentum in this series. Jimmy, it's only one loss, obviously, but is there any concern on your part that this could start to build momentum on the Boston side of things? No. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and we're ready to do things the hard way. All right. Well, it's, it's going to get uh, – could be prohibitively more difficult in, in Boston. Um, the other news is uh, – give me some, some social news of the day. Tina Turner passed away at the age of, what, 83 years old? 83 years old? Now, I'll admit, Ramos – I don't think, and Jay Stu is a little bit older soul. I don't know the Ike and Tina, Tina. I know the Ike and Tina story, but I don't know any of her songs. I know the, we don't need another hero, right? Um, And then what was the, what's the movie that was remade? That was uh, um, dystopian, futuristic. Oh, that was Mad Max. Mad Max, right? right? Beyond Thunderdome, Beyond which that song is from. Which is what that's from. Um, but uh, yeah, Tina Turner, 83. Jay Stu, when I say Tina Turner, what immediately comes to your mind? Well, what love's got to do with it yeah. and that video that I think MTV played every like five minutes mm-hmm. when it was out. Um, I just recently saw the documentary on her I and, and how uh, iconic she is and 
They, I think there's a Broadway play about her now. Really? Um, Why was she so iconic? I haven't seen the doc. I think it's a turnaround story. I think it's she went from a, a very dark place with Ike Turner to being like the most famous person in the world for a couple of years, you know? And um, she went in a dark place because he was abusive? Yes. Very, yeah. Yes. Hmm. You know, Angela Bassett was nominated for Academy Award this year, and I believe her first Academy Award nomination was for playing Tina Turner and What's Love Got to Do With It. I haven't seen that. Is it good? It's a very good movie, yeah. Um, Lawrence Fishburne plays Ike Turner, and it's just you, everything that Jason just said comes to fruition in that movie about how abusive he was, what she had to go through to get back to the top. You know, she that What's Love Got to Do With It song came out. She was already like 44 years old. That's kind of up there a little bit in the music business to reinvent yourself with the masses, I think. Oh, yeah, no question. No question. By then, that's when you're doing, you know, you're playing the old hits. Yes. Usually when you're in your 20s and kind of early 30s, right? Uh, But yeah, Tina Turner, 83 years old. So now, Jay Stu, you're against the it happens in threes sort of thing, right? Because then we try and... (laughs) No, my my, my theory is this. Um, Whenever a couple of people die in a certain proximity... There's always um, they, there's always a person in the room who says, you know, they say and die they die in threes, and then they'll try to really shoehorn one in that doesn't quite fit, right? So you got Tina Turner and Jim Brown, like two iconic people in their industries and everything else, and then yeah, uh, we talked before the show. The basis for the Smiths died. Now I care about that. I don't know how many people know him, but uh, I just think it's didn't somebody else die earlier in the in the week. That we tried to relate. Oh, I'm sure, but to reach the level of fame, you know, um, a buyer. There's there's somebody else who is part of that that we tried. Doyle to, Brunson, you guys tried. Doyle to Brunson, connect. right? Do we do? Does Doyle Brunson fit? I think so, because he's the same age. He's 87. That's a good one. I think those three They're are all in their are, 80s. Yeah, They're all in their 80s. God bless them. R.I.P. But that I think that is the threesome. That makes the cliche. Um, they die in threes. Okay. I, I, I want to make a little bit of a connection here, and you tell me if it makes sense or if it doesn't make sense. You know, like, feel free to, to, to speak your mind. So Jim Brown passes away, and what I said remains to be what I believe, which is he's in any conversation of the greatest athlete in the history of American sports. And he was a civil rights av- uh, advocate, and activist. He was also an actor and he helped keep the peace in Los Angeles between the Bloods and the Crips. But it is not a perfect story because he was um he was abusive, physically abusive to that's his ex-wife, right? His his ex-spouse because he's married at the time of his death, but I think it was his ex-wife. And I was thinking about this at the time and trying to help and I I didn't put it on social media because it deserves a longer explanation. But I, one of the mistakes that we make as, or especially the younger generation makes is, they speak about the past through the lens of the present, right? And that's why they've taken down some of the names of our forefathers from schools in the country because this guy was a slave owner. This guy said something. I remember when, when Joe Biden was running for president, President Biden was running for president, that there was some video from like 30 years ago of him talking about something. And it's like, what you don't understand was the context of the day. And I am not in any way saying that abusing a child, a woman, even another guy, right, is 
Okay, keep your hands to yourself, people. But I should point out that, you know, do you guys remember the show The Honeymooners? The, the show The Honeymooners? Yep. Okay. Uh, Jackie Gleason was the male star, Ralph Cramden. What was his wife's name? Was it Alice? That's correct, Alice. I want to say it was Alice. What was, her, what was the actress's name? Audrey Meadows. Audrey Meadows. Do you remember what his, like, there used to be in most shows, especially comedies, you'd have like a, a go-to saying, right? Remember when we were kids, there was different strokes, and it was, what you talking about, Willis? Right? That was the Gary Coleman's line that he had. Well, Ralph Cramden's line was either I'm going to, you know, to the moon, Alice, which means I'm going to hit you so hard you're going to fly to the moon. Or pow, right in the kisser, to the moon. And my point is not that it it explains um, Ike Turner's behavior. James Brown's behavior. I mean, James Brown. Uh, uh, yeah, Jim Brown's behavior. Okay. But we have evolved over time. And there was a time in our society where that was acceptable on the most popular television show in America. Right? The most popular television show in America. And the the... The, the the big funny line was in the kissa to the moon. So you have to take the context of the day to understand how people acted and how we've evolved and how it's different today. Is that, am I out of left field too much? You guys can reel me in if you want. Yeah, I think you're out there on this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I'm think- not defending James Brown, but I'm trying to instead of uh, Jim Brown, but instead of saying, hey, Jim Brown's the worst human being ever because he was abusive towards his ex-wife. I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's an awful thing. But I can also point out that he was raised and there was a time in his life when it was it was viewed at completely differently than it is now. We're looking at it yesterday through the lens of today. That does not mean it was OK when he did it. It's not okay back in the day. It's not okay now. I'm just trying to paint a proper perspective as to how people grew up differently than they grow up now. Still in left field? I think so. Okay. We'll but just I take, mean, take it out of the podcast, I guess. We'll just I, I, I think clean it up uh, we'll clean it up in post. But yeah. No, I think the, uh, the charges in 1999 where he was, uh, he made terrorist threats against his wife and uh, vandalized her car and was later sentenced to jail and stuff. I mean, 1999. Yeah, that, 1999 is past the past. Yeah, that's the, way anyway. past the. Correct. Yeah. I thought there was something in the 80s. I just remember in 99, that was close enough to the O.J. Simpson thing. And he was he was very outspoken about the O.J. thing. Yes. And I remember people calling him a hypocrite yes. due to his past with women. Yes. Fair. Very, very fair. Me, it was more I was watching maybe Nick at Night or one of those old TV shows. And I was like, I cannot believe this is on TV. Like, I just can't believe like that was the, that was a thing. And it was a thing. It's crazy. Maybe I need to update my shows that I'm watching and get, get back on watching Fauda and watching, um, succession. I'm big into succession. God, I can't, I'm, if I look tired, that's why. But I also like, I am 
I also want to relate it to sports, which is we talk about so many different things with stats and, you know, I mean, the, the example is LeBron James, how trying to relate, trying to, trying to in any way compare him to Jordan or any of the greats of the past when the game is different, it's played differently, it's taught differently, there's it, it officiated differently, everything is different, and it's really hard to conceptualize and compare crimes of the past and sports of the past. I don't know. I had it working out in my mind. I don't know if I. I think it what out I think what maybe you were getting at too is there is a like a there's this thing nowadays, especially with social media, that every time an important person passes away, there is that kind of honeymoon of just praise and what they did in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And then after that kind of wears away, then you see the articles about the negative stuff. Who they really were. And remember um, when Steinbrenner died? Yeah, I did not do the falling. Uh, falling at his feet about Steinbrenner dying because of what he had done to Dave Winfield. Right. So, and I felt a lot of pushback on that. They're like, Hey, the guy just died. I'm like, all right, but everybody's acting like he's some saint because they won a bunch of world series when he's roundly seen as a bad guy. Right. He was made into a a comical character by Seinfeld. And then, you know, then they won four world series with Derek Jeter. But the truth is like, this is a bad guy. Here's why he's a bad guy. Didn't Lisa Leslie get into some trouble shortly after Kobe passed? She came out and, and brought up Eagle Colorado. I think it was too soon after. And she even uh, got a bunch of crap for it. There is like this, like, there is this kind of like social grace, I guess, you're supposed to to give. And if you do it too soon, you get you get some criticism for it. Well, the, the only way I can defend Kobe in that and is that – there was never a trial, so we didn't have full disclosure. We don't know, you know, truly what the accusations, the details of him, or what his defense was. So I understand people go by the statement that he made, um, but you know, I I don't know what. A, a lot of times, you make statements so that everything else goes away. Uh, and I understand that none of us who believe we did anything wrong would ever write a statement that admits to doing something wrong if we didn't think we did something wrong. But we've also never been in that sort of predicament to where you're like, look, dude, it's a lose, lose, lose. This is the least losing you will do. And, I mean, if you try to tell somebody that story now when they know of Kobe's last 10 years of his career and last 15 years of his life, you would say, no way, that's him. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Really cool, unique voice. Right? Got a little rasp to it as well. Byer, would you rather be a singer or a professional golfer? Like a really successful singer. Like I know you like you too. Yeah, a singer. Yeah. No, that my wife likes you too. Yes. And my Which wife, means you, it's, you it's better like six you years. It's, uh, yes, my wife loves you too. Yes. So, so, so on. Watch this, Dan. You like you too, <laughs> Dan? Do you drink? Oh, <laughs> I love you too. Your the proper answer is I love you too. <laughs> I love you too. Uh, no, would you rather be a singer or a uh, professional golfer? No, a singer. Why? Well, because if I'm a famous singer, I can likely play all the golf courses that I want to play. Favorite but favorite? also, um, I I just think that there is something that is. I mean, to to stand in front of ten thousand or fifty thousand or a hundred thousand, no matter how you know big you get, to be able to to perform um, and, and do that is pretty amazing. Hmm. I, I mean, I, there's definitely an energy there. Um, I would say teeing off in front of a huge gallery of people, and you know, it's like you get to do for work what other people do for leisure. If you're a golfer, and I'm just saying golf because I yeah. know that's your favorite. Favorite, favorite but sport. I also think that that would be part of the problem. Yeah, you know, of like it's not as not as much fun. Yes, it's not a release. And also, like golf is th- like a competition in terms of that aspect, where you could be awful or you could be, um, you know, hit a bad shot. I don't know if unless <laughs> maybe the midway will get into this. Um, but everybody, like everybody, has come to that spot to see you, and I think that's pretty cool. I would agree. Let's welcome in Max Good, who joins us. Of course, he's our Celtics correspondent, longtime legendary basketball coach, head coach at Lola Marymount, head coach at UNLV, head coach at Maine Central Prep, and in other places as well in between. He watches and studies every Celtics game. What's your reaction to their performance in Game 4, Max? Much needed, I can tell you that. Uh, people, I, I talked to Paul Pierce about 10 years ago, and he said he's a West Coast guy, but he's got an East Coast attitude, and he said, when you play in Boston, they're going to implore you. Their fans are going to implore you to, to to win and get after you if you're being lazy or, you know, not being uh, efficient. And he said, I really enjoy that. 
he said it makes it easier to play because he said they they really care about basketball. And he said they're not a <laughs> get there uh, late and leave early type crowd. They get there early and leave late. Do you think the Celtics can win the series? Well, yeah, anything is possible, I guess. But uh, I, you know, I I wouldn't put much money on it. First of all, I don't have much money to put on anything, but. I uh, I, th- I think they could. Now they need to win in Boston. The 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 problem is they've been so bad at home. Well, not that bad. They've lost close games at home, but both games they lost they shouldn't have. They should have won, but they played smart basketball down. You know, through the final quarter. What did uh, What did the Celtics change uh, offensively, defensively that jumped out at you? I didn't think they jump switched nearly as much. I thought they did a better job of staying with uh, uh, Jimmy Butler. They didn't play like a box and one, but, you know, he wouldn't be a bad guy to do that on. But uh, they did a good job of that, and I thought uh, Robert Williams made a couple of early blocks, ferocious blocks that had him, you know, looking over the shoulder anytime he was in the game. Anytime they're around the basket, they were wondering where he was. Yeah, he has that ability. He's just such a freak athlete that obviously when his his knee holds up, he can he can give you incredible incredible energy. I th- I thought and I I agree with Barkley. Like I feel like this thing is going back to Miami, and then the the pressure shifts to to uh, to Miami. Um, where are you on what it will feel like in the Garden for Game Five? Well, you know, I may go. I may go to the game. I went last week to the game, and I may go. Uh... I got to make up my mind between now and tomorrow, but uh, obviously, but uh, it'll it'll be you know it'll be a great home court advantage if the Celtics can give them a reason to cheer. You know, uh, they don't uh, they play to get the crowd on their side. It's not the other way around. Although the crowd will force them to play harder at times. What's why isn't Jalen Brown shooting it better? Well. I don't like to be critical because I really like the Celtics. They're my team, but I think his shot selection at times is abysmal. And I think his way to – I think he's pretty much got the attitude of he's making shots, he needs to keep shooting. If he isn't making them, he needs to keep shooting because obviously he's going to eventually start making them. I think that's kind of the mindset he's got. But I haven't talked to him, so, uh, you know, I don't really know. But he hasn't shot the ball well. Yeah. If, if he and Tatum would – you know, get together at the same time. Uh, they're, they're tough to beat. They're tough to beat when both of them are, are really, you know. If they lose in five, it fits a gentleman's sweep, but that would mean they lose three home games. Do you think the Celtics should break up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Well, I can't speak to that because I don't know what else goes on in their locker room. Uh, you know, uh, they, they've got a player on their team, and I, I will not mention him, they say, as a club host lawyer that doesn't help. And he's an important member of their team, and I'm not talking about Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. People get upset with him. You know, they're having a big boo-hoo here on local talk shows because he talks to the team during timeouts. Well, I watched closely the other night. Miami, when there's a timeout, they get their players to the bench immediately and start coaching them. Boston gets all their coaches out on the floor, and they talk. 
and they probably only go in the huddle the last 15 or 20 seconds. So while that happens, Marcus Smart and sometimes uh, uh, Al Horford will, will coach the team or talk to the team. And uh, I think he, I, I think, I think Missoula and his staff, uh, you know, uh, allow that. I don't think they even have a problem with it. Uh, I want to ask you about the night before. I assume you watched at least some of the Denver win over the Lakers. Um, is Jokic historically is he what Arvidas Sabonis was before he got hurt, or maybe a little less athletic than Sabonis was? Like, what have you seen a Jokic before? No, he's the most unorthodox and most unique player I have ever seen. I think his IQ is point guard, uh, probably better than any point guard in the NBA. He's a you know he's a freak, and you know the thing. People say, "Oh, we can't run. He can't jump." Bullshit. He gets a defensive rebound. He busts out, and he can run like hell. They. What happened? You know, yeah. and he's got great hand-eye coordination, and obviously his IQ is off the is off the charts. But and he's got tip touch. Not everybody's got tip touch. They'll bang it up there, but he, when he tips the ball, it's like a soft shot. I'll tell you what's what's equally amazing. He has the most remarkable hands in yes. in getting rebound. Like there's a there's a rebound, there's a scrum, and he just he always gets it. It always if it hits its hands. It's his. And, you know, well, I mean, well, you can't teach hands. If he gets a cuticle on it, it's his. Yeah. And even then, he will tip the ball. If he can't get a, a good grasp on the ball, he'll tip it with his, you know, palm of his hand facing up. And he'll tip it to himself a couple of times and get it. Oh, he's a remarkable player. I think he's getting in the uh, – will be getting in the conversation of being a top 10 or 15 player of all time already. I think he's that good. Wow. All right, Max, we, we'll have your report back. Let us know if you're going to the game. And uh, can't wait to see what happens in Game 5. Thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, bye. That's the great Max Good. He sounded sad that we were letting him go. Yeah, bye. Speaking of that John Morant welfare check, right? And when we say welfare check, it's not a check in the mail. That would be really weird. Right? Like, John, we got a welfare check for you. You didn't pick up. Like, no, dude, he makes a lot of money. No. They were checking on his welfare because he had these cryptic posts. Was there three posts or four before? I felt like there was one to his mom. Thank you to his mom. A thank you to his dad and to his, is that his daughter or little sister? I I don't, I know he has a, he has a younger sister who just signed to play at Mississippi Valley state. I think that's his daughter that he's, and then he said, bye. And people freaked out and they actually, somebody called, the cops is like, hey, can you go check on John Morant? You think it's something else, though, Jace, too. You 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 label it as kind of what I've said about Ja going back to his previous. Yeah. I just remember, I remember when you, um, your kind of take on, one of your takes on the whole uh, gun holding thing was, I guess there was video in the first uh, gun flash where he was downing uh, tequila. No, there's there's been other... You've seen there's, other other videos. There's been a lot of other videos. Yeah. There's one, uh, not this All Star game, the previous All Star game, where he got on the private plane, got on a PJ, and like prepared, like down, literally downed a bottle of tequila. Yeah, and based on your your theory that no one downs a bottle of tequila like that without any kind of pain going down or anything, unless you have been drinking a lot. And when I saw those 
those social media posts overnight. That's kind of how drunk people text or tweet, you know? Um, and it just kind of was consistent with what kind of your, your theory was that the guy might have a drinking problem. I don't know. Um, it might explain a lot of this. I don't think the NBA's uh, has taken a look at it, but we'll see. I think this one is more he's going to do some form of counseling, put the phone down, be off social media. Um, and But now, did he have – was he drinking when he did it? I don't know. I don't know. Because they were pretty clear, clear, coherent posts. Just the last one being by was pretty scary. Right? It's like, well, what do you mean? I mean, so scary that somebody uh, called the police to have him check on his welfare. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Doug Gottlieb show rolls on Fox Sports Radio live from the Tyrac.com studios. How long did he how long ago did he pass? Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. That was like we were on air, right? I feel like we were on air. Yeah, it was before here, three years it, ago. It was before the pandemic, you know, right before the pandemic. How long ago was the pandemic? Twenty nineteen, right? When was the pandemic? It was two thousand nineteen, right? It was It started in uh, March March. of 2020. That's when it really started here. And then when did everything shut down? Like, I remember 4th of July, the beaches shut down, but it was like- April, May. April, May. So it's right about now. Right now, everything was shut down. That really happened. Yeah, three years ago, yeah. Really happened. Man. Have there been any movies about, made yet about COVID? Like, not- No, that's a good point. They have to do a 2020 movie. They just have to. 
But I think that so many people are are just sick of COVID that doing any kind of art, like movie or book or anything, it probably wouldn't get much interest. Oh, I, I disagree. Don't you I, I mean, in five years, I think it'll be fascinating, but we're just so over it right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, I I'll, I, I think it's the, what part of it do you do a movie on, right? Like, there's got to be some rom-com about some sort of relationship where, you know, it started on a Zoom, and even on the Zoom, people had their masks on, so you don't know what she looked like, sort of sort of thing, right? You had Zoom dates. Did you guys do that where you had like wine with friends all around the country on Zoom at a certain time yeah, every night? Yeah. Happy hour? Did all that. It was kind of cool. Like I could use what's the proper amount of time when we should shut everything down for like two years? You can't travel. You have to stay relatively in your home. We got to prepare for the toilet paper thing a little bit better. And then, and but but we do like a, it's everything gets shut down for like two weeks. I think Not- it'd be healthy. Not to correlate the two, because I, I don't think they're exactly the same, but but United 93, which was a movie about the, the airplane during the World Trade Center yeah. attacks, came out in 2006. So that was, what, four five years after um, 2001. So maybe, like, like Jason said, maybe like four to five years from the end of the pandemic, I guess, maybe they might do something. Okay. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Let's get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Something going on in Dan Byer's studio because usually he's taking uh, notes, he's watching games, there's baseball games going on. I think the Brewers are playing, right? <laughs> They're and, done. They're yeah, done. they beat the Astros today for um, nothing. Which is a good thing. Everybody likes when the Astros lose, and you like it when the Brewers win. But there's like, there's people over there. There's a doctor. There's a mechanic. <laughs> yes. It's been a chaotic 60 minutes. So, uh, but let's play a game. And the okay. game today is what are the chances I lose my hair today? That, uh, no, it's, it's good, good head of hair. I think you're good. All right. What Zero. are the chances, Doug, we get a seven game comeback in the NBA or Stanley Cup playoffs? Mm, I'm going to go. 20%. 20% chance. That's better than dumb and dumber, you won in a million, so you're saying there's a chance, right? 20% chance. I think I think that there's there's something that is so obvious. Two things that are so obvious in why people think Boston can come back. And they're 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 talking about it directly, Doug, but the big issue is this. Number 1, how often have we seen a lower seed team, let alone an 8 seed, jump out to a 3-nothing lead in a series? Not often. Yeah, not often at all. So you say to yourself, Boston's the better team. They can do it, which makes the Lakers stuff seem even crazier that people thought that that could actually happen. But the other thing is, remember the old finals format? 2-3-2. yeah. How much would that benefit the Miami Heat right now? If they have one more game at home? Yes. Huge. Oh, it would be. Because now it gives Boston a chance. They win a game, and now there's just, game five is pressure. Yes. Pressure. But this format, I think, is so advantageous to the better teams. And so, you know, the Heat looks like they've made all this hay in these first three games. And then all of a sudden they drop game four. And many people are looking at it as to the point of what you talked about off the top. Yep, game six is going to be it. And there's going to be a lot more pressure on the Heat in game six than there would have been if there was a 2-3-2 series in the Eastern Finals. Now, Fair point. So, just to... 
lay that out. All right. I also think the Celtics being in the finals last year is another thing, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Experience, knowing how to get there. Doug, what are the chances LeBron James retires this offseason? 10%. 10%. I do think there's a part of him that's like, I'm good. I don't want to be bad LeBron. Like, when I'm not myself, I don't want to be bad LeBron. I think there's a part of it like, you know, and I can see both my boys play, and I can be around my daughter, and it's like, well, I, I mean, like, it would have to you would have to feel like he has a chance to win it. Otherwise, he's the all-time scoring leader. He played for twenty years, got to the Western Conference Finals, right? And you know, it's it's a it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I I think there's a better chance. When he said it, I thought mm, less than one percent chance. I think about ten percent. I don't think he'll do it, but I do think there's ten percent chance. All right, Doug, what are the chances the Suns hired Doc Rivers? Considered a finalist for that Suns job. Is it just 25% or is he uh, maybe more than that? I think think it's a a 30% chance. Because there's only two guys on that Final Four coaches that have head coaching experience and both have won a title. Nick Nurse is the other one, right? Yes. And I think Nick is going to have several jobs to choose from. So, I mean, like, look, are you really going to hire somebody to coach Kevin Durant who's never coached before in the NBA or never coached in the NBA championship before? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Shams has it as five, so that's my bad on saying the four. Okay, but so 20%. Yeah, Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel. No, yes. Frank Vogel. I didn't know Vogel was part of that. Um, yeah, unless I just read wrong. Yep. No? Nope. Nope, he is a part of it. I think so. Vogel would be great. But again, those guys have all won a title. I think that's where your your pick will come from. Doug, what are the chances that Michael Block actually makes the cut at the Colonial this weekend at Colonial, the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth? What are the chances that the PGA Tour Pro makes the cut fresh off of his tie for 15th performance at the PGA? Uh, I'll go 40% chance. Obviously, there'll be big crowds, a ton of pressure. It's a completely different course. Um. But I mean, like he's like America's, yeah, America's golf pro. I love how it's so organic too. And, and yesterday we did the caddy numbers, mm-hmm. but also did you see you got a text from Michael Jordan as well because he's also wearing uh, those shoes. Yeah, wearing the Jordan. Which the by Jordan the way, golf shoes. blown past any Tiger Woods shoes uh, in golf. Crazy. All right, that's crazy. game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Middle of the show, middle of the week. We got a really good midway for you. It's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.